Now tell me if you remember No telling if you remember I'll never forget I'll never forget Welcome to the Hashtag Call to Scene podcast, the show focused on the strategic disruption of the status quo in technical organizations, communities, and events. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Hashtag Call to Scene podcast. I'm very happy to have a young, positive Black woman on my show, um, Paris Athena. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hello, everyone. I am Paris Athena. I am creator of the Black Tech Twitter hashtag and Black Tech Pipeline uh, platform. Okay, you got to tell me more about what the hell that is. Okay. (laughs) So Black Tech Twitter is, so it's more than a hashtag. It's a movement and it's to bring exposure to the Black people in the technology industry and just letting you know that we are in this industry. There needs to be more of us, but we are here. We exist. We have the skills. We're qualified. We own businesses. We work at big companies. Um, And yeah, you know. All right. I'm going to start this as we always do. Why is it important to cause a scene and how are you causing a scene? You need to cause a scene because without it, you're not going to make change, you know, and I'm causing a scene by being very honest and saying there is a lack of black and brown people in the technology industry at work. Like when you walk into an office, you don't see a lot of black and brown faces, but there are black people in technology industry. They're just not getting into the spaces they need to be to contribute to building these tools and products. And, you know, the reason behind that is, you know, oppression, uh, racism, that's just what it is so you and i are definitely of a, a different generation um and um mm-hmm. we're still having the same shit and still dealing with the same shit um and i just had a recent conversation on twitter where uh, white dudes are just just blow my mind there it was a uh, um, a thread where a, a, another white dude said, you know what, I'm sick of these rich white dudes who have inherited wealth and inherited um, businesses suggesting to people who aren't as privileged um, to just risk everything and be an entrepreneur and, start, and do a startup. And some guy, his first tweet was, anybody with, with coding and design skills would never be homeless. I was like, dude, you're so fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just not true. <laughs> oh my God. It is like, ster- whiteness is so oblivious to how anybody else is living their lives. Right. It is dangerous at this point. Right. It is fucking, first of all, I, I challenged him on two things. First of all, I challenged him on, because I, I, one of my things, my, one of my, my tweets was, Hey, black, brown, LGBTQA, um, disabled individuals. This guy says we don't have we we. It's easier for us to get a job and keep a job as long as we in tech, as long as we know how to code and design. Isn't he special? You know, it's like how stupid. But I also get it pisses me off that there's this assumption 
that because you know how to code, you also know how to build a business. And we keep seeing it over and over again, how this lie is creating shit that we don't need. And then it's creating shit that's harming other people. Right. And let me be the first to say, um, I know how to code. I'm a front end developer, but and I'm trying to monetize Black Tech Pipeline. There's a profit side, there's a nonprofit side. I don't know how to do any of that. I don't know about business. I am not a business person. Yes, I can build a website. Yes, I can make it sexy. I don't know how to do anything else, but that's, I have to learn it. And that's, but that's not something I know off the top of my head. And that's, and that just pisses me off because that's, that's the shit I went to school for. I build businesses. And it's like, when I look at, I'm glad you're honest about that because what you have is a product, is a service. Mm-hmm. That does not, it's not a business. And if more people in tech would just own that, my clients, it takes, they kind of get it, but then they don't get it until I start asking them key questions and they can't answer it about why they made certain decisions and why every time they do something, they're reinventing the wheel. And they're like, oh shit, we don't know what we're talking Exactly. Because that is a specific skill set, just like coding, just like design, right. just like project exactly. management. It is not something that you just, just because because you know how to code, you are also inheriting these business, um, how to build an effective business that can scale, that can evolve, which means in a knowledge economy, you can learn from the data, you can learn from customers, and also you can recover if you fuck up or something happens that's out of your control. Most companies do not, in this space, with this, these arrogant individuals have no idea how to do this. This is why Facebook is where it is. This is why Twitter is where it is. This is why Reddit is the shit show it is. It's why Stack Overflow's CEO stepped down. Um, it's why all of this stuff, they don't know how to do this. Right. And I'm trying, what was his logic anyway? I don't understand how you think because that was someone just, has that was his this. Logic. That was just his logic because that's what he does. He's a white dude. So because he knows how to code a design, he can always get a job. Let's be honest. He can always find mm-hmm. something. He has a, he's, he's eliminating the fact that he has a whole network behind him. He has a whole system of people around him who support him. Um, if he wants to start a business, I'm sure his friends and family list don't look like that. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. Um, all kinds of stuff that people just want to make, make these blanket, simplistic statements about very complex things. Right. And it's, you know what, though, it's straight ignorance. And it's because they never they don't know what it's like to live a day in our shoes. They don't know what it's like to grow up being black. All they can all they're familiar with is growing up privileged. So you're speaking from a side that, you know, we're not familiar with. So but it's just an ignorant statement. That's why you take the time to learn and talk to people and understand the real world and what other people have to deal with besides you. You're, you're, he has tunnel, he has like a tunnel vision. Like you only see one thing. But the thing about, but the thing about whiteness though, and privileges is never examined. So you're, you're even asking them to do something that they've never had to do. It is the default. When mm-hmm. something is the default, you don't examine it. You, well, let me, I'm not going to say don't, cause that's the absolute. Many don't examine it. I mm-hmm. don't examine that my hair is curly, except when I'm trying to do some shit with it. It's just right. what it is. I don't examine my, why my nose looks the way it is if I don't have a problem with my nose, you know? Right. I don't examine, um, I mean, I really, we, let's be honest, we really don't examine, um, our, we know we're descendants of slaves, but mm-hmm. we don't really, I, I'm going to tell you, I don't. 
because it's just every time I, I every time I go down that road, it's just so jarring and and uh, leaves so many scars. Right, right. Yeah, I just don't do the movies. The I can watch some hit, some World War Two shit all day long, but if it's talking about the 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 shit that we've gone through, and as I don't examine it, but. Even then, it's all other people are examining us. Right. Even white people think they know black history better than we do. Mm. But do they know their own? When you tell them that our system of government and economics and healthcare has been built on a system of white supremacy, they will argue you to the teeth. So now I got to bring out data. Now I got to do this because they haven't done their own work. Because by default, School system has told them because let's look at let's let's talk about education has told them that they're the fault. Um, that middle class white people is is that's the medium that's where everybody needs to go. So this is the thing. So it kind of blows my mind when people will argue. You know, that there is no racism. You are treated fairly. The only color people see is green. Like they'll argue that till they die. But the thing is, it's like. You, you have the internet and the internet all day long, it talks about racism. It talks about, you know what I'm saying? It talks about these factors. And I don't know, why wouldn't you, if this is a claim against you? Because you don't have to, I'm gonna stop you off right there. I'm gonna stop you right there because you don't have to, because you're the fault. You're the default. You don't have to. And that's another thing of privilege. You get to choose whether you're gonna engage or not. You get to choose whether you're gonna whether you're gonna challenge what you've been taught and what you believe about yourself or not. You and I have no choice. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And so that's so that's the thing about privilege. They get to choose whether these conversations are something they're gonna engage in or they're gonna walk away from or they're gonna block you or whatever. Right. I, I can yep. I can tell you right now without even having this conversation with you. I know there have been some white people who are pissed off about the fact that you started black tech. Twitter. Oh, let me tell you something. The day I started Black Tech Twitter, I've had plenty of them going, what if there was a white tech Twitter? I'm like, there is. That's literally the industry. All of tech is white tech. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm like. That That's the industry. You don't need a hashtag. It is what it is, you know? And it's just crazy. It's, it's just crazy to me. And I'm never, I will never understand what it's like to be so privileged. I don't even have to like care about this issue. I don't have to think about it. Right. You don't have to acknowledge it. I will never know what that's like, but it, it still blows my mind that people are willing to be like, eh, this problem don't exist. I hear what you're saying, but I don't believe it. Oh yeah. The I, whole, I hear what you, but the, but, right, but. Or, or you didn't say that right. Or, you know, I don't like you're, you're I don't agree with your, your method. I got that today. I don't agree with your methods and I'm sure you don't because <laughs> they're calling your shit out. <laughs> the one that makes me angry is the one where it's like, why can't we all just, it's almost like, why can't all we all just get along? And it's like, this is, this is not reality. This is not reality. Talking about let's be unified. Let's do this and that. It does not work for us. Okay. That's not how it works. Well, it's never worked because if it had worked, we wouldn't be where we are today and this is the, this is the shit again the privilege you get to you get to lob off parts of it that you want to you find acceptable because if your logic let's 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 not do point a let's let's play your logic out from if we're gonna i'm not even gonna say it's point a it's point um m so there there are their letters in the alphabet before m and their letters in the alphabet after m we wouldn't be at m if some shit didn't happen from A to, to, to O, or whatever the hell that comes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and a little, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. And so if that shit, if, if it was all we get along, 
we wouldn't even be, our M wouldn't look like what it does. It, what it is. What's happening now is for the first time, and I say this all the fucking time, white supremacy is a parasite which is finally eaten on its host. To many of these individuals, they never understand, they, they would have argued us up and down mm. um, until Trayvon Martin happened, until Philando Castro happened. Uh, but until Ferguson happened, but definitely they woke their ass up uh, um, in November 2016. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they was crying, crying. Are these uh, what the fuck y'all crying for? Y'all created. We had M, remember? Right. We had all other letters. Right. You didn't have to worry about because oh, we had a black president. We're post racial. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Ooh, that makes me so mad when I hear that many excuses I can talk about right now that they continuously try to say to defend themselves. I'm like, you sound dumb as fuck. And I'm going <laughs> to let you. I'm going to let you. <laughs> oh, man. And that's what's so funny because people people give me my DMs like, Kim, I'm so sorry. It was I'm like, obviously, you haven't been following me for a while because this is a strategy. I find some dumb shit that I'm like, OK, white people are following me. They need to learn a lesson. I'm going to pick this motherfucker right here. All right. So we got to go. Ahead. <laughs> this is a strategy. And I'm going to do something. I'm going to escalate. Because at some point, you well, not at some point. I'm going to intentionally. And again, I'm a high school teacher. I was a high school teacher. I'm mm-hmm. special needs certified. I know how to deal with people of all different abilities or whatever. So when I engage with these individuals, don't understand this, I engage with this strategy, not just an intention to teach the people who follow me a lesson. That's what the whole point is. I'm not doing it because I ain't got shit else to do. Fuck you. I got other things to do in my life. This is going to be a moment. You said something stupid. I need to highlight this. So let's let's do this. So I'm going to escalate it. And what usually happens, this is the funny part, is I go and they just like, nah, if it's one of those, why can't we get along? And and I'm your ally. Bitch, I don't need you to be my ally. Don't you don't get to say you're my ally. We're on the same side. No, bitch. I just told you we're not on the same side. Stop saying that. You obviously, again, you're not listening to me. and then it gets to a point where they'll say something like, well, I won't help you guys, y'all, or something, something, something racist, something. <laughs> and then I'll mm-hmm. say, well, my work is done. Thank you and have a great day. And they get so fucking mad because it's right. It's right there. You just, you just, you just proved my point. Exactly. So thanks. Thanks. All right. Cool. <laughs> We're good here. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for the lesson for the community. I hope y'all are watching that. Have a great day. Exactly. <laughs> Because, and this is why my default is all whiteness is racist and I don't trust whiteness by default. You can be mad at it, but what it does, it alleviates me from having those back and forth conversations that many people of color, particularly black women get caught up in is defining racism. Mm -mm, I'm not doing that shit for you. It's my definition of racism, which is more than what that fucking Webster's Dictionary says. And it's about power and, and people who have power and, and race prejudice. So you were you were born into a system that that bred you to be racist. You, yeah, it, you're inherently racist, and that's and just what it it's, is. It's, and, and 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 I can say, as a black person, we all have internalized white supremacy and anti-blackness because that's the system that we've been put into. So it takes us. So we're like like total discombobulated when shit happens because we're like, what the hell is going on? I don't know how to articulate this, but. So it's like, this is who you are. I don't care what your good intentions are. At some point, you will do or say something that will harm somebody. And it could be somebody you love dearly. Because Mm -hmm. this is who you are by. You didn't choose to be it. 
you didn't choose to be um you didn't choose to have um red hair it's just it's it just what's happening so I don't that, that eliminates me from even having that conversation because I'm not going to argue with you. What we need to what you need to establish on your end is where you fall on the white supremacy spectrum. Are you on the end of actively white supremacists or actively anti-racist? That's all I need to know. And that comes from demonstrated behavior. I don't give a shit what you say. Right. I need to see. <laughs> right. To, and that's exactly. what I tell my students all the time. They used to, I'm like, I don't want to hear that shit. Show me. Right. The real world is about demonstration. Yeah. I say the same thing. Like, you know, like I've actually had people who will DM me. I have white employers who will DM me and they'll say, hey, um, I want to put this out. I want to I want to get more black people involved in our company, blah, blah. Can you post this? I don't want to post it. And it's like, why not? And they're like, you know, I just don't want to seem like I'm only seeking black people. I'm like, but you're not. You're just calling. You're just posting a job calling on one movement you can post it to anybody like why can't why can't you post it why do I have to do it and then I wonder I'm like okay so if if I put this tweet out and then someone from black tech twitter applies to this job they get hired at the company and some racist shit happen is this same person going to be silent when something happens like that to me that's not action you're just talking and and, and also puts your reputation on hold because now you basically put a, a a stamp saying that you approve this job or this company right and your community trusts you right trust your opinion because we've worked hard to get their trust mm-hmm. and i'm not throwing it away because of somebody nope not gonna do it no. not gonna do it right exactly um, because if something happens to them then they're going to come to me and say, Kim, this is what happened or Paris. This is what happened. And I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go on my platform and I'm going to call your ass out. (laughs) Yeah. I did this thing for you. And this is how this person, because you made a great point because it's, it's no different from when we are on Twitter and we say hashtag tech, or we're trying to get attention to um, get the attention of a certain conference organizer. There is no difference from what you just said, if somebody white no. did Absolutely. black tech and, Twitter. And another thing I've noticed, they have they have no problem doing this for women specifically. They they have no problem calling on women as a gender, but well, because they think that's diversity. Right. And it's like <laughs> man, let me just talk about that. I noticed that all these companies want to praise how they're they're diverse. They have um they practice inclusion, whatever. Then you go to their company, half white women, half white men. Where's the people of color? Where's the black people? And it's they. It's like they use white women as an excuse to seem like they're diverse and they're not. It's it's to me that's like you will do anything to not hire a person of color. You will do anything, and then you will claim that you're diverse and you're not. Yeah, and that's why we have to call that shit out. That's why I patently say white women are not diversity. So I don't bite my tongue, period. Um, No, white women aren't diversity. They're white. So they have white privilege. They just have a gender issue. Um, um, But we have both gender and race. So, or somebody has... um, And let's be honest, also classism. Gender, race, and classism. Exactly. There's so many intersections of oppression. and, And again... All it takes for a one, well, if any situation, if there's a black woman and a white woman in the, in the workplace and the white woman starts crying, who the fuck gets, um, who's the, what happens there? 
Right. Yep. You're not the you're not the damn diversity. You're not the you're not the marginalized person. You use your you're at that moment you you you're turning on your white privilege to inflict harm on somebody else. So that's my whole point. If you have the ability to turn on privilege, uh, and specifically white privilege in this conversation, um, to anybody else, then you are you have the potential to harm. So I, if because I'm a cis black woman. For me to go into an LGBTQ community and, and, and show my ass would be appalling. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I could cause harm in those communities by not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about, doing things and saying things and bringing people in. So I take the time to educate myself and I still right. understand that I don't know that experience, that I don't right. know that oppression. Because exactly. I'm cis. The, and I wish that more people would be open to admitting that. It's like, you know, maybe you don't have all the facts. Maybe you don't have that education. You don't really know what this underrepresented group is going through. And it's like, say that. Say that you don't, you want to side with them. You want to learn more. You, you know, you want to be supportive and progressive. But honestly, I don't understand. But I want, I'm willing to learn more. Fuck, I don't know what it's like to be a white man. Right. Like, just admit that. There's a lot of shit I don't know about. Right. <laughs> and I don't know why people are so scared to just say that. And instead, they start talking and they show their ass. You know what I'm saying? But, but and uh, but, uh, I'm not but. I'm going to put a period. I'm going to let you stand. Because I want to add, it's, I also find that though the narrative has been, they've been the, ex- the, the expert of our experiences for so long that when we challenge them and tell them they don't know what the fuck is going on with our lives, that's a problem. Because they've had the microphone, they've had the, be- they've been able to say, um, you know, the, 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 the what was um, that saying? Um, welfare moms. They've been able to say um, black on black crime. They've been able to, to cast the narrative. And so, when we say, no, you're not doing that anymore, that's a challenge to their privilege. And then that requires them, if I'm saying that is not who we are, then that means, oh shit, I got to do some work because that's not, they're saying that's not who they are. So who the fuck are they? And then that's again, do I want to make, do I have the privilege to say, I want to make the investment to learn more? Or I'm just going to fall back on whiteness is right. always right. And they have the privilege, they have the privilege to decide that option. You know? I mean, think about, I mean, back in my dad used to love, he used to call them shoot 'em ups, black and white Cabo pictures. And the, the white guy is always, white is always attributed to good, and black is always attributed to bad. And that includes natives, that includes, um, as they would call them, Chinamen or whatever, um, Asians. Everything was good. So whiteness was in these pictures, particularly with racist ass John Wayne. Um, whiteness is always either the hero or the victim. It is never the oppressor. It, it has it has systems in place that explain its oppressive behavior as a justification of it being a hero or a victim. Mm-hmm. So it's like even when oppressed and when being violent and harmful, they have a reason to ju- it justifies. They justify everything because it was protecting them as a victim or as a hero. Right. They're doing it as, as a, they're oppressing because it's my hero's role to do that. Or I'm oppressing because I am a victim of something. Mm-hmm. So either way they win. Right. I know. I know. I mean, 
So that's why I don't have these arguments. That's why I don't have these conversations. That's why, because you, it's, it's a, and it's a way of distraction. It's a way of burning you, you out. So I'm going to, I'm going to advise you young lady to stop having such conversations. You have a community that is relying on you, that looks up to you, that needs to grow, that needs your support. And having those conversations where you already know going in, you're not going to win because they're either, either everywhere you go at it, they're going to be either justifying them being the hero or the victim. Why waste your time? Right. No, I hear you. And I used to, before I even get on Twitter, on Facebook, that's where I went in. And I would spend my entire, I would waste my entire day fighting with people. And <laughs> you know what? You just, now you, now I wasted my own time fighting with someone who not only isn't going to change their mind, they don't have to change their mind. So it's like, it's like talking to a wall. Everyone in the hashtag call the scene community shares the same common beliefs based on a set of four specific guiding principles. One, tech is not neutral, nor is it apolitical. Two, intention without strategy is chaos. Three, lack of inclusion is a risk and increasingly a crisis management issue. And lastly, but most importantly, four, we must prioritize the most vulnerable. To find out more about the guiding principles and adding them to your Twitter profile banner, please visit hashtag causeascene.com. So it's like, it's like talking to a wall, you know? Um, but that's how white supremacy, um, not only is it a distraction, but it's, it's a tool for exhaustion. Right. And so I know you've, you've been in those threads where somebody just keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. You keep saying that's not the original point and they keep going to because the, they don't want to talk about the original point. They want to hit their thing. That's that exhaustion point. So what they're wanting, waiting for you to do is say, fuck it, I give up. And this is where so many black women end up getting off Twitter, getting off these social media things because we are tired. We were exhausted. We need um, um, self-care. And I'm not going anywhere. That's why I have a strategy. That's why I say intention without strategy is chaos. I saw that happening with other people and I saw myself going down that road and I was like, oh, fuck no. I got a job to do. This is something, this is my business. Not to argue with white people, but the business strategy part. Um, and the reason I do the hashtag call the scene part is because I can't, we can't build better businesses until we deal with this shit. Right. Because it's in our hiring, it's in the products we create. It's in how we market, it's how we sell, it's in, our, it's in everything. Right. And I think that's good. Like, so speaking on like self-care, getting off these social media platforms, because we, we already deal with microaggressions through the day, every day, but now you're going online and you have to deal with it there. It's everywhere. Um, but like you staying online because this is your job, this is what you got to do. I think that's also important because again, you need to cause a scene if you want to make change. Like you're not going to make change if you're, if you're, I get it. It's exhausting, you know, emotionally draining, but that's, you, you have to be persistent if you want to make a change. You got to like be honest. You got to be brutally honest. You might have to hurt feelings. Okay. I'm going to tell you. But that's just how you go about you know, at no point, uh, rarely, rarely, even when it, it's, it seems that I'm, I get aggravated, but I don't get angry. Rare. It's only one time on here that I got angry. I was like, you stupid son of a bitch. But other than that, I'll get, I'll get irritated because I'm just like, good God, but I already know what I'm doing it for. So I'm not doing it for them. It has nothing to do with them. It is to hide so that my community needs to see 
time over and over again that we're not having the same experience. And look, guys, look hashtag cause the same community. Look how people treat me as a black woman who's educated, who has all, all these things you told me I was supposed to get. I have all that shit. I have that and much more than many of mm-hmm. you in my community. And you see how I still get treated. But what I want you to do is before make a make a conscious decision before engaging. And I can tell you half the time I'm engaging, I'm either laying in bed, watching something else, soaking in the tub, just chilling, because this is not, I understand what this is. And I disconnect. Because it's because what people don't understand, but we us doing this work as black women, we're all, we're we're educating you. You got a community, but you're also a black woman who's a target. So we're we're working and processing at the same time. So um, that takes that that takes a very a very it takes a skill that you have to develop. And this is what I wanted to all my ad, my activists. This is as as a person from a marginalized community doing activist work. You have to figure out how to process the trauma that you're experiencing while doing your work. Because it's not just like white people, they're just seeing it like, oh, this is shitty. We're, oh, this is shitty. And and it's happening to me. So it's like these two things that are going on at the same time. So um, like the other day I was reading um, in Feminista Jones's book, um, um, the chapter about Mammy 2.0. And that hit, I was not anticipating that hit me hit me like it was it was so triggering but because and i'm not saying follow my style but because my style is just i'm just transparent i'm gonna let people know i got on and created a video and i'm I'm just crying because i need them to know i'm human so me take being exposing myself and being transparent hopefully helps the people who because again i'm not trying to convert or convince these assholes it is the white people who realize they're complicit and don't know what the damn do uh who are in my space um, so my, my hope is that by them seeing me as human, that they will attribute those same, um, um, things to other women, other black women. So my, Hey, we have feelings too. We're not here mm. to save the world. We have feelings. So that is one reason why I do it. But I also have, like I said, I make sure that before I do it, like one time I did, and one guy was just like railing, going, I, "Girl, I was on in Berlin on a damn bus to on one of those city bus tours, look going around the city." I was just, I, I was enjoying myself, and he was getting oh, so no, mad, and I was no, cracking no. up laughing. Girl, I was running out of damn battery. I had to go get me a damn backup charger because, <laughs> and so I I do that for my own sake. <laughs> I make sure that before I engage, I think about so many things because yeah. there's there and there's so much shit I let pass. I just let I'm like, nope, mm-mm, this nope, can't do it right now. Not gonna do that. Not gonna engage with that person. Not gonna have that conversation. So I'm very strategic. So I would say for you, particularly because you have something that says black, <laughs> um, to practice to to practice the skill mm-hmm. of. Everything does not need a comment back from you because they don't deserve it. Because that's another thing. That's about that exhaustion thing. Everybody, they're looking for you to say they want their attention. Somebody got um, to did something the other day on a tweet that he did a whole ignorant ass thread. And he did it like nine hours before, but got no traction. So then he came back and tagged me in it. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, please. <laughs> just, just wanted somebody to, to see this shit. So I said what I had to say and muted his ass. Um, and so you need to understand that although your goals are to help blacks in tech, 
that's not everybody's goal. Right. Some people's goal, more than who want to admit it, goal is to keep you from doing that. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know that's true. And so, and so we as Black women have to use the skills we have. And this is why we're still resilient and still here, no matter what they've done to us over the centuries. Black women are the moral compass of this world, of this country. Mm-hmm. And so for us to, to stay healthy and not die of these heart disease and strokes and all this other shit that we've been doing, we have to figure out a way to, to maintain ourselves while doing this work. Right. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard, hard not to. It's, it's also, it's just hard not to respond sometimes, you know, because you want to. They'll say something really ignorant and it's like, mm, I'm going to just say something and then I'll mute him, like you said. But then you see what he, you see what he responded to you, but he's, you know, and it's like, maybe I'll just talk one more time. Let's say one more thing. And then it just yeah, keeps going. See, I've, I've, I've learned to stop. I've learned to That's stop hard. doing that. What I will do. What I will do, though, is won't you let your community do it? Why are you doing it? So what I will do is bring it to my t- to community's attention right. and say, y'all need to handle this. I don't know. I like to talk. <laughs> I like to call people out and I go into I can get really mean when people want to write some really ignorant shit, you know? Yeah, I so, get it. I get it. It's hard. Though. I get it because that's that protection thing. We're we're so used to being attacked all the time. I'm just telling you, you're going to have to figure out a way to do it or you're going to burn out really quickly. Trust me. Right. You're going to burn out and you're going to have to figure out again, my motto in, in life, particularly on, on, on social media is do I want to be right or do I want to be happy? And I want to be happy more than I want to be right. Oh, I like that. You want to be happy. You want to be right. And so when you're sitting back trying to be right, you usually lose in that. Yeah. It's draining. It gets draining. Yeah, you know? exactly. You can be right and happy and have, and do it in a certain way, or you can be right and unhappy. So use that as your, okay, if I, if, if, if I feel like, because he this person says something, is engaging in it with them again after I said I would not, is it about me being right or is it about me being happy? That is what it is because I got some pride. Ooh, I have pride. I got to have the last word. Because bottom line is they can say whatever the fuck they want to on Twitter. You're not going to stop them. So you saying something, the right. next thing, basically, right. let's be honest, you're trying to get the last word. But most of the time anyway, you just end up wasting your time because, again, they're not going to change their mind. They're not. You're gonna, you got to figure out in this work where to put that pride. Everybody does not deserve that. Everybody does not deserve your effort. They're, they're never intended to change their mind. They're just there to just say something stupid and, and get a rally. That's, that's the thing that get, it's again, I, I never would say it, I would appreciate being a high school teacher, but it's like nothing, no, none of these people can say to me that, that I haven't heard, haven't been called, whatever. And as long as you're not threatening my person, um, I decide how I'm going to engage. You don't make that decision. I will not give you that power. So you can say, oh, you can make a whole damn thread of shit and I can just ignore it all day long until it's something in there that I want to. Again, I have a strategy. Will my community learn from this? If what you're saying is not going to help me teach my community, you can say it all day long. Right. Because it's not worth it. It's not. But it does. Again, I have a strategy. It does not fit my strategy. You don't fucking know me. Why do I? Why would I get waste my time getting mad about some random person on the damn Internet? Right, right. I don't have to come home to your dumb ass. I ain't got to <laughs> live with you. I ain't got to work with you. I don't even know your ass. If you walk past me right now, I probably, I wouldn't. It means absolutely nothing to me. Right. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I'll encourage you. I, you're going to have to figure out a way to do this in that makes sense for Paris. And yet it cannot be going after everybody who says something to you. You will burn out. Right. There, there's no there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. It's going to happen. Um, so you're going to have to figure out a way. Um, get you a checklist. Does they meet? <laughs> yeah. I will engage if they meet these things. If not, yeah. just let it go. Damn, I would auto, I would automate a message to people just based on if they want to talk about black tech Twitter, the word black on it, I would have an automated message for them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go. Exactly. One, uh, I think you saw, did you see my pen tweet when I was the game? Yep, this yep. is not a democracy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about what you say. Your pen. Yeah. That, right. I mean, it was like laid out when you give people rules. And so then you say, when they bring that up, like, why is what? Just drop that down. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I need to do because that's the most frequent thing I get. Black tech Twitter is racist. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yep. Create your little thing, drop it in there and keep the fuck moving. Right. That's yep. smart. <laughs> Thank you for the idea. Yeah. I mean, girl, we're in tech. Come on now. Automate whatever you need to. Right. That's got a list of the same articles that I re, um, I reshare over and over and over again because they do not get old. Right. <laughs> Somebody's exactly. always saying something. I'm like, well, here we go again about criminal justice system. Let me drop these down in there, you know? Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, just, so that's how you get a strategy. You can't be out here just doing shit because it, it can come at you 24 hours a day. And who has, you have a movement to move, to, to grow and to, to right. mobilize. You don't have time to deal with people. To, again, it's a strategy for distraction. Mm, distraction. They're good at that. Yeah. Yeah, because, exactly. Because if I'm not, if I'm got you distracted over here, then I can do whatever the fuck I want to behind you. Right. Brain. I mean, when my friend can go do whatever the hell they want, because I got you folks facing this way. They over there doing all kinds of shit behind your back. That's why I say fuck civility. I'm not doing civility anymore. Civility is an option for white Mm -hmm. people, and it's the expected behavior of of people of color or marginalized groups. So this, oh, you could have said that, but I could have, but I chose to say what the fuck (laughs) the way I wanted to say so that I know your ass would get my, you would understand what the hell I meant by right. that. Um, if your fucking kids are running around the restaurant and they get in my way, they're getting the fuck knocked over. Um, <laughs> if you, we, you know, if, if we walking down the street and you not paying a fucking attention, trust me, we going in, we having body contact because I'm not moving anymore and your ass getting knocked over. I'm not doing, I'm taking up space. Right. And you need to. I'm not moving over for whiteness anymore. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're old. I, I, I just don't. I just, and it's not, and see people say, oh, that's out of rudeness. Nope. There's a, a, a lot of things I do for the elderly. Doesn't matter what color it is. But if your ass think that just because you old and white, you get to take up, nope, not going to happen. Right. I might not, I may, I may not knock you on your ass, but I'm not moving. You're going to have to go the fuck around me wheelchair right. uh um walker i don't give a fuck right yeah no i don't blame you i'm with it i'm with it though Girl, if i'm on a flight and old a boy opens his leg excuse me your dick's not that big you might want to close your legs because you're in my spot oh move shit. over mm-hmm. move over oh you want we're gonna unless you're in the middle seat we're gonna share this armrest you want the front of this armrest or the back of this armrest you're not taking yeah. up all this space right I like that. I be thinking about that too. Girl, but, the airport, but I don't know. I fall into it though. I fall into it. Because we've been because we've been trained. We've been trained to do it. But I bet you you start doing it, girl. You feel so empowered. Oh my God. You feel like girl, I was walking in uh, I was in the airport and I had on um not today colonizer shirt and this old white man said, What does that mean? I said, What does it read? 
oh shit <laughs> the fuck do you go up to everybody and ask them what the fuck that shirt means no what the fuck you would think it means right yeah that kind of happened to me um i wrote a tweet about it how i was on the amtrak train coming back from new york a few days ago and these two white men get on the train oh yes oh that pissed me off they get on the train and they don't they don't try to look you you get on the train you look for a seat right yeah if you want to sit with someone you try to look for two seats that are available They didn't do that. As soon as they get on the train, they didn't look at nobody but me. And they go, can you move um, somewhere else so that we can sit together? Oh, wow. I, I thought I didn't I didn't know they want you to move somewhere. I just thought they wanted you to move over. No, they move no. Over. They wanted me to move literally on a, on a packed train. Girl. Oh, hell no. I, I felt a burning inside me, but I was like I, in my head, like, I don't know. Something really quick happened where I was deciding what I'm going to do. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm not going to do anything. I'm not even going to uh, talk to them. You know, I wasn't going to respond. So I looked at them and I look back at my laptop and I go back to typing. The ticket man comes over and they go, hey, I tried to get her to move and she wouldn't move. Can you try and convince her to move so we can sit together? And in my head, I'm like, this is not happening to me <laughs> because I was about to get up and scre- I was going to scream like I was going to go off. I was like, they will probably kick me. I don't know yep. what would happen. Yep, yep. And I was by myself. So I was like, again, nothing. Yep. I didn't say nothing. And the I wish the ticket man told him, like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. But no, he, of course, he was like, you know, don't work that way. You know, it's first come, first serve, whatever. But this is the shit I'm this talking is, about. The audacity to think that you deserve the a fucking audacity. Hell on me like a fucking kid. Right. You two old ass men are yeah, saying yeah, here. I would have said oh. again. I would have said no, and I would have gone back to my work. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have argued with him. It would have been you asked me a question, no, and going back to my work because I'm being very clear to you. Right? No. <laughs> um, if I said no, I would have just I would have kept going. Yeah, because yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't have, have to, to learn. Yep, that's that youth in you. That's that youth, baby. I was like that girl. My job. I I I remember being oh in my twenties, and I would not be happy until the person I was cussing, I was crying. Oh, that right. brings so much joy. Just like you started this shit, I am going to decimate you before I shut my fucking mouth. That was yeah. me with fighting. I'm not yeah. satisfied until I know you. If I black out, that's when I'm satisfied because I know yeah. I done lost my mind. <laughs> that's when I'm satisfied. And that's me with arguing too. And that's why I'm like, damn, it's not worth it because I'm going to look crazy. It's, it's always going to be my fault. Okay, so I'm going to tell you on this show, I'm going to mentor you. Yes? Yes. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, DMs are always open. I got you because you... Hey. Because, no, this cannot happen. Because I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. And it's it's because, as Black women, we're always having to fight every fucking body. Everybody. Our men, white people, everybody. We're having to fight the fucking. And so we're just like, we're we're so disregarded that anything somebody said, we're like, fuck you. And I get it. I mean, I almost ran over a boyfriend with a car. If he would have walked out in front of me that day, I mean, he he, he he got out the car. And he knew not to cross in front of that bitch because he would have been hit. He would have been, because I had my foot on the, oh, girl, I could have taken, taken my foot off that brake so easily that day. Um, I remember my mom walks into a room and I had a hammer and about to hit another dude in the head. I mean, I did some crazy shit, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to temper that. <laughs> I would hope so. Damn. Yeah, I, I just, because it's, it's that whole, it's gaslighting. I can tell you. 
it is not until now that I realize that every relationship I've been in has been gaslighting, has been total fucking gaslighting. They mm-hmm. would say, uh, when uh, when we met, oh my God, I love your honesty. That is just like the mm, that is the best thing until I turn that honesty on their ass. And then it's everything under the sun is wrong with me. Right. Not because I'm distrustful, I'm un- none of that shit. It's because you done did some, you done said some, you shouldn't have fucking did, and I done got in that ass. And so that's the same thing with white people. They, they, I'm, I'm, um, you know, they've learned, and I've trained them well. The ones who know, because even the closest white people friends I know, they say something out there. I'm, I'm coming for that ass. Right. I'm just. That's just. I'm. You need to know. <laughs> you need to know that your ass always need to be vigilant. <laughs> Right. And I would expect someone from a more marginalized community to me to do it for me, to me. Mm -hmm. So when I fucked up about a trans issue, they checked my ass as they should. Right. Exactly. I respect that. And I I don't know if people think like, you know, it, it comes off as disrespectful, you know, to go and say, hey, you said this incorrectly or you used the wrong term, whatever. I respect that shit. Like if if I fuck up. Right. We're all learning. These are fucking terms I have never heard of in my life. Right. So we're right. all learning. We're all trying to create an experience that was never meant to happen because experience we're supposed to have, our black asses should still be slaves if mm. some of these white people had their fucking mm-hmm. way. Oh, I know. Oh, I want... Yo, I really wonder though, like, and especially progressive people who say they're about the movement and, you know, I'm all for it. I really, I wish there was some type of a simulation or a world we could go into and be like, where there was a vote. If there, if there could be slavery again, yes or no? I want to know how many people vote yes. And I want to know who they okay, are. So that, okay, so right there, right there is where you give a shit. Like I said, that's where my baseline is. All their asses are, are racist, and all of them want that shit if it benefit them. So, boom, you got to prove to me that you don't. So that's where I start. Mm-hmm. And all your ass would rather than me being, being enslaved. And if that's not what you believe, then you need to do the work to make sure that I understand that shit. I'm not going to do the work. See, what you're trying to do is put the work on you. No, they're the privilege. Mm-hmm. They need to be doing the work. So if you don't like what I've said, if you think it, it doesn't apply to you, then you need to prove to me that it doesn't apply to you. I'm not doing the work. Right. So that's why my baseline is what it is. Because I'm not having a conversation. You're not going to goat me with the, the the splitting hairs and all that damn, no, baby, I'm too educated and, and been around this world too long to know what the fuck you doing. It ain't going to work on me. I don't know. Not going to happen with me. I feel you. And like, so this is a thing too, where I get confused because there are people who say they will not talk to white people about race, no matter what, whether they're progressive and for it, whatever, they won't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder with that, like, what's, what is the problem with having an honest conversation, but not honest where it's ignorant. It's the fact that I'm educating you and you're going to shut up and listen. Don't question me. You're going to listen. Well, that's, but that's, but that's, if that's, if that's your choice to do, because I don't, I don't, my audience is not black people. I'm very clear on that. There are too many scars that we as a community have Mm -hmm. that would also trigger me in this work. Right. Because I'm dealing with the same shit that black people are not my audience. Right. Because then that's way too much emotional labor Mm -hmm. for me to get black people to understand what internalized white supremacy and internalized black anti-blackness looks like. That's way too much shit for me to deal with. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go to, so my audience, it was last year, black men, but they, I mean, white men, but they lazy as fuck. So I focus on white women. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Because once they realize, and we saw that with the girl development shit, once they realize that they're fucking up and they're causing harm, if they really care, mm-hmm. they will get the work done. So that's what my target is. So that's, and again, that's why I tell you, you need a strategy. You need to feel, so your audience are black. Is, uh, let me ask you then, is your audience bl- the black people in your community or is your audience the employers you're trying to get or the systems you're trying to get or the communities you're trying to get to pay attention to black people? That's what you need to make a decision right. about. Right. Because what I'm trying to do is help my own people. Like, that's what I want to do. And I want us to collaborate with one another. But also, I also need to talk to white people because they're the white employers and the, they're the ones offering the opportunities. So either, either. So I would say you would either have to focus on getting focusing on black people and talking about entrepreneurship and all that stuff so we can do for our own or make a make a conscious shift to start educating white people about the because and this is why I talk if you'll see all the time I talk about I have these these themes we have to prioritize the most uh, vulnerable tech is not neutral um, lack of inclusion is a risk management issue. They talk about when you talk about risk management, they ask, um, listen, and um, uh, attention without strategy is chaos. So when I'm talking to white people, I have to talk in, especially if you're talking about employers mm-hmm. in business terms and not because we're assimilating or, or whatever. Right. That's just the language of business. It's like Chinese, the language of, um, of China, well, parts of China, you know, um, and English is, so it's, it's not about selling out because somebody going to say that you're going to ignore that shit. It is going in and, 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 and putting yourself on par with the group mm-hmm. that you're talking about. You wouldn't say the same things when you're talking to you're not going to talk about risk management is, is, um, is a lack of inclusion, risk management issue to your black community because they don't have the power to change that. Right. So you're going to have to figure out who is your audience. And once you do. Trust me, it would, and it doesn't mean you leave them behind. You engage your your them. You you have you do events, you do all that, but you're doing that in service of getting white people to to come around. Right, and you're going to start having different conversations. So that's a decision. Those are decisions you have to make. And once you figure that out, then you'll realize you don't have to have. This is why you have you feel you have to engage with every fucking body because you're all right. over the place. Yeah, there's too much because you know what? Anytime you talk about race, there there's too many sub like subtopics within that so there's it's like yep. a giant it's a one tree with thousands yep. of branches and it's like yes. which one am i gonna pull like yep. you know so you need to figure out that's the strategy because uh, again intention without strategy is chaos and that's burnout right right so i already know my strategy even though i deal with white people i'm not dealing with the uh, uh the white supremacists i'm not dealing with the nazis i'm not mm-mm First of all, you can cause you you have no problem with causing me harm. So I'm definitely not having a conversation with you. And there's nothing I can say that's gonna change your mind. So that's a waste of my effort. That doesn't even make sense business-wise. Why would I waste resource? And that's what oh, that's what I need you to think. I need you to think of resource, a resource allocation. And that will help you shut your mouth when you fucking you need to shut your mouth because it's about resource allocation. You only have a finite set of um, set of resources. Yeah. Who are you going to use those resources on? Arguing with some asshole who's not going to change, who doesn't even matter, who's not even in your community, some rando who just came across your tweet. Mm-hmm. Or are you going to spend that time? And everybody does not want to educate white people. I get it. Some people just like to stay in the black group and I, I let them do that work. Right. But I know I'm good at what I do, is, which is 
get these white business owners and these white people in these companies to realize that they're complicit, especially, and that's another thing I stay in tech too. I don't really have conversations outside of tech because then that's too many branches on a tree too. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Um, Because again, because Twitter is so open, anybody can come in. So if I look at your, because I'll look at, before I comment, I go look at their bio. You ain't, if you ain't got nothing, if your bio has nothing to do with tech or tech adjacent or politically adjacent um, and nothing you, I'm looking, I'm also looking at your thread, your, your timeline. And if it, why am I engaging with you? You just want attention. Right. So I, I want you to be an example of how other young black women should do this, because this is how you need to do it at work, too. Yeah. And I'm listen and I'm trying out. I ain't got all the answers. I'm like learning how to do it. Girl, you know, you got to do it at work, too. Some motherfucking conversations just don't need to be had. Right. You just need to document that shit because it'll come back around on the ass. Actually, what do you think about diversity inclusion groups at, at a job? Do you participate in those? Um, I don't work at a job. I have my own business for that reason. So I don't have to do this shit and I can say what the fuck I want to. But most companies, I would say um, they're bullshit because um, people treat inclusion and diversity as some offshoot, some uh, uh, this silo thing, that, it, that, but it's not really a part of the group, the organization. So I don't mm-hmm. give a damn what we're talking about over in this group. It's not how if, there, if it's not how the organization is functioning, I wouldn't feel safe enough to be honest at all because that shit gonna come back. Trust me, that shit gonna come back to somebody in outside that group. Right. It's gonna be used against you in some kind of way. Nope. Again, what I say? What I say? All white people are racist, and you gotta prove to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not me. You have to prove to me that this is a safe spot because inclusion is my decision. I get to tell you if I feel inclusion, included, and you having this damn group. Particularly if if you having this group and you want some white some black woman to run it and spend her energy, no, Mm-mm. right? That's extra labor, baby. Yeah, I be wondering because people people have asked me. They're like, you know, should I join? And I've joined them at you know my previous jobs, and they weren't worth it to me. No, if it's um, if it's all black folks sitting around talking, yeah, you know, we can go out and drink to. But if it's white folks sitting in there, let's be real, it's it's not exactly <laughs> that, exactly. But if it's white folks in them, I wouldn't give, I would not give you ammunition to use against me. Are you out your goddamn mind? Right. I don't trust. I don't trust you. I said, <laughs> what's my two things? I don't trust whiteness by default, and all white whiteness is racist. Right. So no. And this is why inclusion doesn't fucking matter if you don't have a creative safe environment that comes from the top all the way down. And this is why mm-hmm. you're losing people who I go on a job. I learn every because, uh, you know, as a black when we know people in HR, we know people all of we know your business better than you know your business. And if I don't feel safe, I'm not going to share what the fuck I learned. I'm just going to go somewhere yeah. else. I'm going to build my own. Damn yeah. business. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't owe you nothing by being black. I don't have to be in your damn group. Yeah. And this shit's dumb anyway. Like, they're like, we'll hire one black person next year. Like, that's their goal. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, one. <laughs> and they're putting out all these numbers and shit. I'm like, I don't understand. Yes, girl. It's a hot, hot damn mess. Hot mess. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm offering you. You can DM me anytime. Oh, I will. I've been educated on this podcast. There's a lot that like, I don't know. I've thought about it, but I haven't addressed it. Like, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the reasons I want to write the book called Taking Up Space for Young Black Professional Women in your age group, because you are the group of people who were raised not to see color. You know, it's everything's kumbaya. (laughs) 
<laughs> and y'all don't have the skills because y'all going in the workplace like this ain't what the fuck they told me was gonna happen. Right. Becky been your friend the whole time, and now all of a sudden Becky just making strides, and you not, and you don't understand why. Yeah, it's racist. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I learned all that on my own through my own experiences. Yeah, exactly. And it's traumatic. So, it is absolutely traumatic. It is. Yeah. It leaves scars. And that's what people don't understand. This bullshit games you're playing back and forth about inclusion and diversity or what, what racism is and da-da-da-da. All you're doing is prioritizing the comfort of white people and still at the expense of the people who keep getting harmed. Right. And I just can't, I can't, I can't abide by it if I see it. I'm not. I'm going to call that shit out. So what would you like to say in your last moments on the show? Dang, I don't know. Like, what do people usually say? <laughs> What would you like to, what's your, I mean, think about this is your time to put a stamp on what you want to close. What do you want to say? Come on, black woman, you got this. What you want to say? Oh, what message you want to lead the audience Um, with? My audience is white people. (sighs) Damn. uh, I mean, there's a lot I could say. I feel like the only thing I could say is don't, don't speak for me and don't think for me. I will tell you. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you how I feel. I'll tell you about my own community. I don't care what the fuck you've researched, what you went to school for. I will tell you what it is. Shit, that and, says um, it all. Okay. I see that. Uh-huh. And again, as we've already discussed, if you are an ally, if you're a supporter, you know, if you're for the movement and the cause, then like you said, to prove it, like show me, take action. I don't want to hear it because people can talk all day. People can tweet all day. I want you to show it. Thank you so much for being on the show, Paris. This has been amazing. This was great. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Hashtag Cause Scene podcast. And I'd like to thank all our current sponsors of the podcast and the Hashtag Cause Scene movement. Of course, we strongly encourage everyone to become an individual sponsor of the Hashtag Cause Scene community. Just visit the website at hashtagcallthescene.com to sign up today. On behalf of everyone here at Hashtag Call the Scene, we'd like to thank you again for listening to today's show and have a wonderful day.